0: i been yeah, this is the Black Country Blokes, Chewing the Fat. with me, Kev Dillon, uh, Lee Cadman, and today we're joined by our very special guest, Christian Murray. Now I've known Christian for a long time, known since about 14, and today's episode's all about, you haven't necessarily got to be a product of your environment. Christian is the, the perfect example of that. He's the beautiful road that grew from the concrete. God knows, God knows how it happens. But it does. He didn't have a very good start in life and the club has become a second family to him. So would you mind telling us about like, starts?
1: Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, my dad left when I was four. Um, then my mum got with my little brother's dad and they got married. Um, and they were both quite big drinkers, spent a lot of time growing up in the pubs. Um, that well I known that I could just walk in, grab a pack of the crisps, uh, get my own drinks or because I was there all the time. Um we'd often sleep over at the pubs and carry on drinking the next day. But not me. Um How old would you have been? Um it would have been from like five. Five to when I spit up, which was eleven. So a long quite a long time. Um obviously with the drink as well. Um My stepfather, he was aggressive. He hit my mum, hit my older brother, hit my sister. He didn't hit me when I was young, but then as soon as we started getting older, as soon as I started getting older, he he started to. But then they split up. So he didn't get to as bad as what it was with my older brother. He used to batter my older brother. How old did he do Uh, 16, my older brother was 16. He was a troublemaker, but, it's an excuse, a full-grown bloke battering a, okay. a kid. Um, looking back, because I, I was in it, so I, I feel like my life was not that bad. But looking back in hindsight, as I'm older... And as a dad. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I would never put my kids through that. Um, I, grew up, I still thought I had a pretty decent life. But looking back... in other people's opinions on how I was brought up. It's like, they say, oh yeah, it was bad back bad then, bad back then. And it took me a while to realise, actually, yeah, maybe, maybe it was, maybe it was bad. That shouldn't have happened. You don't, don't know
0: any really different if you don't have anything to compare it to, though, do you? Yeah, yeah.
1: And I've always had a good uh, friend, friend back in round me, but like, uh, the parents of my close friends have always took me in fed me when i needed to be fed uh, gave me a roof over my head when i needed a roof over my head um so that takes some of the sting away from the dysfunction at home but i'd say the troubles really started when i was 11 when my mom and stepdad split up um because then my mom went off the chains at, uh, she lost her job because she was drinking all the time. It wasn't just a weekend thing or an evening thing. It was every single chance she can get. Um, she'd have good days, bad days, but um, she drank a lot. And it was I actually looked after my little brother because he, he was uh, in primary school. Um,
0: You'd only just be in secondary school, though, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah,
1: just just. Year seven, Year eight, um, I'd have to wake him up, make sure he's got school uniform. Um, oftentimes, there was no school uniform because Mum didn't do the washing because she'd be drunk on the weekend or whatever. Um, but yeah, that, from from eleven, that's when it like really got bad. Um, I'd walk in from school and see my Mum passed out on the floor, bottle of vodka on the side. Um, no tea, no food, she she's not done any shopping, so then I'd go round my friends, uh, or the person we called our auntie, but she's not our auntie, but she's like our auntie. ain't gotta be blood to be family, have you? Yeah, yeah. Um she would help us out a lot. Um Social services would supply some with food. But they wouldn't supply us with a better situation. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're quite terrible social services. When I was young, I don't know what they're like now, but when I was young, they were terrible. Um, so I remember when she said, like, when your mum would go off on vendors,
0: and she'd had the gas and electricity cards.
1: Yeah, yeah. Your dad would always be in a purse, because, like, you'd top it up with a card, I guess. It would always be in her purse. And, like, she would sometimes disappear for, like, four or five days. And we've got nothing, we've got no money. I didn't work, I was a kid. So, it was just one of them. You just have to get by. Luckily I have friends. If I didn't have friends, then it would be a whole different story. But, um, it's one
0: of them. we taught you a lot I mean, now. You're um, a father of two, aren't
1: you? Yeah.
0: To Marshall and Abel. And he's taught you so much about it. Like We were talking the other day on the phone, because Christian's one of my coaches up here. He's boxed for many
1: years, and I've had him up here since you were 14 or 15. I started 14, but then I really dedicated when I was 18. Yeah. But then you were up here all the time with me, wasn't you? Yeah, yeah, non stop. <laughs> but you were
0: saying like from the age of like 13, 14, you had in your mind that you wanted to be a daddy. Yeah, yeah. And there you are. You've learned so much about how not to do it, and you, you worship your children,
1: don't you? And yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm very, my kids are everything. And that was my, it was. It was I, think, I think because I didn't have that functional, Parent relationship with their kids. That I wanted to have it for myself to show that it can be done. Sort of things. So I'm not just to prove that it can be done. Yeah. Like there's no.
2: I suppose also you knew what you're missing out on in some sense as you got older. So you don't want your kids to ever feel like that. Yeah. It's not missing out yet. on financial things. No, no, it's I don't mean that. Missing out on quality, yeah, quality, him quality time, isn't
1: he? Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, one hundred just As long as I'm there for them. It doesn't matter if we ain't got a roof overhead, we'll be together. Yeah. If that I know that I'll, I'll keep them warm. Yeah. Um because I am not good about money, it's just it's relationships and you want as long as you're together and you're supportive, then that's all that matters. That's all that counts really. Um But when like grow growing up like from the school years, um, school didn't serve me well because they didn't care. Um, they knew about all the situation at home because uh, my mum tried to off herself, um, and it was a really weird, weird story. with that because I was in class, I was sitting there and I looked at my mate, used my co- cousin mate, and I went, I think my mum's doing something. I went, I just got a real bad feeling mm. that my mum's doing something and he goes, go home and I was like, I think I'm going to When I got home, um, she went there, there was all pills on the table. Um, I was phoning my sister, cause I, happened to, I don't know where my mum did p- pills all on the table and whatnot. And uh, the auntie, not auntie, she phoned me up and goes, uh, yeah, she's in the hospital, she tried to kill herself this morning. And it's like, it was weird because I felt that before. before, well, I was in school, but I felt it and uh, it happened. Um, how old would you have been? About fourteen. I was fourteen, but then obviously my young brother, six years younger than me, there's him to take into consideration as well. Um, so yeah, hindsight looking back, yeah, it wasn't the best. <laughs> but at fourteen, you
0: don't know you're away from your arse, do you? Because you're into everything, your hormones are everywhere. Then when you've got the responsibility of having to look after your sibling, then you're constantly worried about your mother. It must be, it must be extremely tough.
1: Yeah, but um you get through it, it's like like while I was in it, it was just like, oh, that's one of those things. The next day, the next day sort of thing, you just carry on with it. And looking back, then obviously you go, Oh bloody hell. Mm-hmm. I can see you can see where people diverge and they can't they can't help but go off the, off the track and not keep a level head in that. Um, so what
0: was your key? What was your thing that has kept you on track?
1: Um, yes. St- I don't know. I, I, I can't really say that. because oh, I'm so strong-willed or whatever. Um,
2: I suppose some of it could be down to having a younger brother and having to look after him. Because usually, if you've got some someone else like your kids now, you've got someone else who actually needs your your love and care. Yeah. You tend to, you know, be there for them. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, and. Because I was young as well, I was there for him, but obviously not in a sense that what he needed. He needed, no. Uh, but, but he, he probably does play into it. Um, well, I think it's the friendships. What, like, My friends' parents all knew what my mum was like, so they had sympathy for me. So like, um, my best mate Ollie, yeah. he's one of my best mates. Um, his mum was similar, but it's not my story to tell. Um, she weren't as bad as my mom, but whatever. But like, I'd get like a tin of beans from mine. He'd have some bread at his, mm. and that's how we'd have a, a meal. We'd, we'd, we'd find a tin of beans, find a piece of bread at his, and we'd share like that. So that was in the in the like the bad days. You uh, know, it like got progressively worse. Um, Having having a friend there, is always is always useful. I
2: suppose
1: especially someone who's going for something similar as well. Yeah, 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 it was. Like he weren't he weren't like devastating to us because like we were both doing it. We, we were like, oh yeah. I whatever. suppose
2: in some sense that made it a bit more normal as well. Yeah, yeah. Know,
1: we, some... It was it was sort of like you <laughs> just a laugh like oh yeah there they go again he's, uh, she's drunk again or whatever. Mm-hmm. We'd we'll go to your house or whatever his house. We'd we'll go to my house and hopefully. It's not the same so we've got nowhere to go. <laughs> but but um just having that friendship, you I'm lucky that I've had the friends that I've had. Cause you probably would be a different sort if I didn't have them.
0: And when you got to like 16, so then you start coming up here, you box for us and you, you found a, a new family here, didn't you?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well it's probably one of the reasons why I was always here. <laughs> and you he was here for like 10 hours a day yeah. was yeah. Yeah. the free food <laughs> yeah yeah like you would get us food and whatnot Um but it probably wasn't why I was here like, like full time yeah <laughs> because going home wasn't the best um cos later on my mum started to get abusive to me Um we lost our house in Wollaston um and we had to go live in a family hostel Um, and obviously she flew off the rail then because she didn't have to pay for anything and social services would be closely, would be more involved because they know there's a kid there. Um, So she did fly off the handle then. Um, My last memory of like the house in Wollaston, what we lost, was Christmas Day, like this is the sort of thing i'd have to deal with. Um, Christmas Day, we woke up, I woke my little brother up, and um, went downstairs into the kitchen, and the music was playing, and that was always an indication that my mum had been drinking. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. Get Brandon, open his presents, don't worry about it, we and you will open your presents. Um, went into the kitchen she was there drinking and I was like so what are we doing for Christmas dinner and she was like I don't know what we're we doing and then I was like well I can do it then and uh she pulled out a knife and went right then I'm going to kill myself you don't want me I'm going to kill myself and I was like what are you doing like you, you jumped from nothing just her being drunk to a massive escalation like, I'm going to kill myself and then I was like I got angry because she was wrecking Marshall's, uh Marshall, uh, Brandon Brandon's Christmas. Brandon was upset. I was like, just get out of here, go away. I saw, I sort the dinner, and then she pointed the knife at me. And in that situation, I was like, oh crap, is, is she lost enough right now to, to come with me? So I had yeah. to phone the police on her. And she was locked up for that Christmas. And, um, yeah, um, that was the last memory of that that house. Just to give you an understanding of what actually, what me and my brother had to go through. Because you're like your older brother and sister, because they're a few years older than you are they? Yeah. When did they move out? Um, I'm not sure about my sister, I don't know what age that was. Um, I, I, I don't know, but my older brother, he's, he's been, he was gone for a while, he lived with my name for a while. Um, He's always been in that prison and stuff. So um, it really affected him, didn't it? Maybe being the stepdad, the mom, he went down the completely different path that you went down. He went left, as you went right. Yeah, yeah, he had a load of factors in his his upbringing. He had a load of factors. Um, Very lovely chap. I've met him a few times. Yeah, heart of gold, heart of gold. He
0: mm-hmm. just made some. A, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, heart of gold. He's just sometimes. Lost, yeah, yeah, um, but you still know right from wrong, yeah. <laughs> and I, I think I think everyone knows right from wrong, and as long as you choose right, then you're gonna be all right. Because mm. if you're in jail, you're not bettering yourself, are you? No. Well, you can better yourself in jail, you can improve but it's not a situation you want to be in. Yeah. To better yourself, you're surrounded by other criminals, and it's just like it's not an environment you want to be in. He's better to be outside, but that's his that's his story and wherever he is. Um. But
0: yeah. like younger brother Brandon now. He's all grown up. Is he what's he now? Twenty three? Uh. Nah. Twenty four. Yeah.
1: Twenty four. Twenty four. Today. twenty
0: first, today? It is in what day?
1: Yeah. <laughs> it might be. Yeah. Yeah. <is>. It, it's <laughs> birthday today. It twenty four today
0: but he's also he's also I don't know is he yeah
1: yeah he's got a uh, little girl um and brandon brandon's a good a good example of not being anyone because we all thought that he was going to go to Britain yeah. <laughs> we all thought that he because he was a little howraiser as a child um so he went to foster care didn't they yeah yeah he ended up in foster care um social services wouldn't let me have him I wanted to have him mm, well, um I was an adult, they wouldn't let me have him they they said that they saw me picking him up against the wall, trying to hit him, which was completely false. Which I think my mom told him that story mm. to, make, to like get us to, to stay with him because the only reason she wanted us there, and she told me this, was because they give her money for us. <laughs> so in,
0: in it's so upsetting when families are separated. But the brother can go with the brother, or the sister with the aunt or with the nan choose to take them out because like, you would have, I remember it at the time, you were only young, early 20s, would not you? Yeah, yeah. But you would have loved to have got a flat and raised him because you'd always been together.
1: Yeah, yeah, you would have gave me that thing what I wanted when I was 13, like, like a kid, like I can look after him, I can give him these uh, conditions like you gotta wash up, you gotta tidy yeah. Didn't try and trim him into like, away from prison because we all thought you're going to go to prison, I wanted to be the one, so they like, no, you gotta wash up, you gotta de you gotta do this.
0: But they could have put him with someone and it, it might not have been right but you were always loving to him
1: yeah yeah we obviously had that brotherly like feuds yeah and yeah whatever. but i was trying to toughen him up <laughs> <laughs> But he, big brother
0: justice yeah
1: yeah yeah i'm doing it for your benefit <laughs> <laughs> why are you hitting yourself <laughs> but um you see you sees like the benefits now But he's a tough little cookie but uh back then he thought i'd just putting him in, which was. Probably, probably <laughs> was a little bit, but obviously I want I, I was with love? Yeah, yeah, I, I was a, like not really, I, I were hard at all in school and not, I could get picked on them by anyone, I wouldn't be able to say anything um, and I didn't want that for him, but I didn't want him to be a bully, I just wanted him to be able to knock out the bullies Yeah. Um, but he's, he's turned, he's turned, he's turned into a good, despite everything, and he's avoided jail so, you've proved everyone wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: this is what yeah. I want to say to a lot. of. This is
1: what I wanted to get you on.
0: Because people see, uh, because I'm the, fo- uh, the son of an alcoholic, doesn't mean you're going to become an alcoholic, because once again- It's cut
2: you off fully, hasn't it? Cause you yeah, don't yeah I, don't, I, don't,
1: I don't drink much at all. It's mm. like I've had uh, last year. I think it was like two half Guinnesses, mm. and that was over Christmas. And But I don't, I have drunk, but I don't, I don't want to, I've never been drunk around my kids, at all, ever. I don't, I think, that's one thing that I think has affected me. I just won't drink around my kids. Uh, I won't take them to a pub, unless it's a meal pub, so I can have meals with them. Um, there's nothing wrong with it, it's just I don't want to do it. Yeah. I think because I've got so much ba- uh, bad it's associations with it. so much time in a pub as well. Yeah, right? yeah.
2: no interest.
1: And I know what it's like to be a kid, wanting your parents to take you home but they don't want to go home, they just want to drink. I remember being a kid um, in tears saying, can we just go home please? And then they're like, no, nah, no, nah, after this one, after this one, it's always after this one, after this one, mm-hmm. after this one. And then it's just like, you go off, you go play, go find a kid to play with. But then also hindsight then, it's just like, well, they're absolutely battered. Mm-hmm. They don't know where you are. And, and pubs, aren't, pubs are full of strangers as well. Yeah. It's just like, well, you've you've allowed me to be in this situation looking back they allow me to be in that situation where it's like it could have been potentially really dangerous a fight goes off yeah yeah. glasses get thrown or there's wrong people in there it was buddhiston as well so there's always a fight there's always a fight um, my mama said that being involved in it <laughs> mm-hmm. but um
2: do you have any involvement with your mom now
1: um li- very very limited um i was against it I- completely i was really against it i thought i don't want any toxic people in my life mm-hmm. um i thought it's just gonna be a headache what well, i don't want and i don't deserve so i'm gonna avoid that but then it's your mom mm-hmm. so you wanna like you don't want you sound more people you don't want her to die regret
2: anything
1: and i'm not seeing her grandkids or well, you give them the option to see their nan it's a morbid reason, but um, I didn't want to have that on me to go, like, well, she died not knowing you, mm. sort of thing.
2: Then yeah. she still drink now? No
1: idea. You don't know. Very limited. Mm-hmm. Very, mm. Most likely, uh, probably. Mm. I don't see that changing.
0: What's she been like with your pubs?
1: Her sound, really nice. She helped us out over Christmas. Um, I, I, just, I just want to keep it limited. I don't want I don't
2: want. That's totally understandable. I just
1: I don't want my kids to be let down. Because mm. I know I know what it's like. It's like oh I'm not drinking anymore, and then you go to the bathroom. Why is it flushing? You look in inside the in the uh, the toilet thing, and there's a bottle of vodka, what's stopping it from flushing? It's like, what are you doing? Um, Plus, as uh, I
2: was saying. The- no doubt your two children have a good impression of her at this point, because I dare say. You yeah, yeah. To, so she sees, and um, if something was going to happen, at least they'd leave with that.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. That she's she's mm. she's a nice person. She's a really nice person. It's just a shame that she has got that affliction. Mm. It's uh, it's one of them. Like she'll be. She is one of the nicest people you'd know. It's just she's an alcoholic, and it's just and it, and she it ruined her, It has ruined her. And then while I weren't seeing her, I was hearing stories about her, um, and it just went really bad, really bad. And when she realised, like, because like the family cut her off, pretty much everyone knows, like, we don't want and we don't want that drama. Mm. Um, and then she just rode, like, okay, I'm north go the Rails. But then I think she started draining back in. Uh, Brandon, Brandon is very active in her life, um, and he's active in his dad's life because he left. He didn't see him until he was like eighteen. Um, but Brandon, Brandon needs that sort of. Like, I want my parents. Yeah. I and mean, he has an Adam, has he? So, yeah, yeah. In, in the sense, no doubt he does. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm not whatever, I don't, whatever you, I, I'll choose to torture if I want to torture.
0: to you. have yeah. also had male influences from being up here and a loving auntie Julie. And yeah, yeah. So you have had that if you ever needed it. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you could see other blokes being figured, well, that's the kind of man I want to be like, or that's yeah, yeah. the loving woman I want as my partner. You didn't, you, role models aren't just what you've been given you can find other role models, can't, yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think I've learned a lot from doing, like, what not to do. Yeah, I, I know not to do that, I know not to do that, I know not to do that. It's, it's do a that. horrible lesson, but it's a lesson that sticks with you forever, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, He um... I'm happy with the way I brought it, I am, I'm glad that... I wouldn't change anything, because I'm happy with who I am. Mm. Um, wish I had more money, but... <laughs> <laughs> but I'm happy with who I am as a person. Ask you a question though about alcoholism. Do you think it is an illness? Um, I th- at the start, no. Um, I think I th- it's at the start now you're choosing to drink, you're then you an illness. It might be spurred on by a mental illness, like it's really your way of coping, but you're still choosing that as a mechanism to cope rather than going to get help for your whatever it is, your affliction, but eventually it becomes too much of a habit and it becomes normal to you, that, that's, that's your way of dealing with things, no matter what it is, that's your way of dealing with things. Um, but I do think largely it's a choice because my mum, she would, Fred's dog would die down the road and she would go, oh but that's really sad drink." <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, Fred's back alive having mm-hmm. another drink. Yeah, yeah. It's like, who's <laughs> <"It's> Fred? <laughs> oh, yeah, this is person. It's not any excuse to have a drink. She would have a drink. So she would use things just to drink. So that to me, that is a choice. She just wants to drink.
0: I think so many of
1: us ain't there
0: do that anyway, don't we? Mm. Good day, drink. Bad day, drink. But it's the extent of the drink. Yeah, yeah. And it's early doors, drinking or it's drinking before work or
1: yeah yeah she because she she used to hide her drinks everywhere like there'd be like in the cupboard. in cupboard like, you go to get a towel and dink and <laughs> hit your hand on a bottle like and um so she knew that she she shouldn't be doing yeah it. yeah so it was like she was hiding it knowing that she shouldn't but she couldn't not do it yeah. uh, and she, she was a gambling out as well uh, that's where our money would go i'd work and give her a majority of my money and I thought that was paying, helping pay off the mortgage, but it weren't. He <laughs> was just going into the bookies and into the off licences and the, the pubs and stuff. Um. People
0: don't realize how dangerous gambling is at the moment. Yeah. So whenever I see um, the band cigarettes being uh, advertised, the band Budweiser sponsoring the big fights. But every advert when the boxing's on there is gambling, gambling. But gambling takes just as many lives through suicide, takes as many homes, and if you have got a gambling addiction it's as bad as heroin because mm. it, it can fuck you up just as mm. much
2: and in some ways it's easier to hide than an, so alco- an alcoholic it's the drunk you know yeah, yeah if you're yeah. on drugs you tend to know actually gambling the only if you've not got access to someone's bank account or cash funds you don't know you could be flitting away your house and, and no one actually knows about
1: it it's one on your phone isn't it like, mm, I, I gamble and i can see where the traps are yeah i can, I can be like okay, I'm, I'll just bet 10 pound more than I wanted to because I lost that last bet. Mm.
2: Oh and then it's the chase, it's the, the chase.
1: But then there's the excitement. And I'm like, oh, that, that was really close, that one was really, really close. I can see where the addiction can be. We just, it, some people can't see that. It's just yeah. like, ah, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going.
0: Well, I've made 50 pound today. I've lost in the bookies. So I've got to put more on it because I've got to get that 50 pound back. So yeah, I need yeah. to pay me more because I need to pay this, but before you know it, you're £500 in the pot mm-hmm. and you're thinking, that's three weeks' work.
1: And, and could I have chased that Trying try to get my money back sometimes, you put it on riskier bets because yeah. it's a bigger payout. No, no for well, you're never going to get it, but you think, oh, just in case, just in case. Because it is it is exciting, chasing it, but the ch- the chase is exciting because you think, ah, crap, I lost that one. i need the next one, i need it. Uh, I can see where people can get addicted to it.
0: That's the same with drugs, isn't it? You have your first hit, then you're chasing the hit for the rest of the night. It's the same with the gamble. You're chasing that first thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. Or if you win, you think you can win again. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, that's why I've never gambled. Because the worst thing that could happen, I'd win once and go, love that. (laughs) (laughs) Easy money. Looking for me, I'm very unlucky. (laughs) To I've drinking. gambled a few times
2: on boxing and I learn very quickly that I'll bet with my heart and not in my head and yeah. that's never a good recipe. So Rick Atten's like, going to do my <laughs> yes, Yeah, Yes, things like that, so that kind of, and I don't like losing money and that yeah. puts me off straight away. So yeah, yeah. no, it's not for me either.
1: But it's it's matter how many people are addicts because mm-hmm. a lot of my friends are very, I'm not going to incriminate them, but they're addicts. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people have about.
2: that addict streak in them. It just might not be. It might be with fitness. It might be. Yeah with, yeah, with other things, it doesn't have to be actually. To be an addict doesn't actually have to be a bad thing. Pro addict
0: or a negative addict. <laughs> in yeah. a sense,
2: if you know what I'm saying, you could be. be, addicted, could be addicted to, to boxing. Addicted to food. But, you know, it doesn't have to be. I
1: can like say I've been addicted.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're no, not so. the only one. <laughs>
0: I think the reason why so many. Um, this is one of the main reasons why we started this. I find a lot of us go to the pub. We have ten points. We have a couple of bags. We do whatever, so you can talk. You mm. could to sit here and go. I'm really in the dark place, Chris. X10. X1. Oh, we've we've always been very open with each other, but a lot of people can't just go. I've something to say. Mum's auntie ar- I'm blind. Or my daughter's poorly. After ten points, you can open up to a stranger,
1: mm.
0: or after a couple of splits or a couple of bags of Charlie mm. or whatever. Once your doors are down, then you talk, and I think that's what people do, because we, we want so much to talk, hmm. but we don't feel comfortable to talk unless we we've really got hammered. Yeah. yeah. that way, if you do say something, you go, "You're right, Kev, Go, "Never mind, Chris. I was just I was off my head last night. I was pissed." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got yeah, that fallback, and I think that now that we're doing it, and the club in general. And boxing clubs in general, I, I hope, especially with the lions, is that always if you need to talk, go and talk, be it one of your brothers or one of the coaches, go and talk. But there ain't many places nowadays where people can talk.
1: It's the, the fear of letting yourself be vulnerable, is Yeah, I, I've never had that fear. I, I've been no filter all the time, <laughs> like, no matter what. I'll say what I want to say. Yeah, um,
0: that's rare, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't like. I don't really. I'm not really fussed what people think of me. Like, I'm I'm happy with me. The people around me are happy with me. So, well, that's, to yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so that that that's that's a help in that sort of situation. Um, but there is a lot of people what I think it's the fear of being vulnerable. Mm. People don't want to feel vulnerable, like saying, Oh I'm concerned about this. So help me. People don't want help, do they? They don't want people to. They do it's want big, they help, want but they don't how to, to ask. Yeah, for yeah they don't want people to like.
2: No, they want help. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it seems it seems a weakness, isn't it, asking yeah, for yeah. help?
1: We, it,
2: it's not, but that's how it's. Yeah, yeah. That's how you you make it feel it.
1: Like, like as a kid, I was lucky that people were there to help me, yeah. like feed me and stuff like that. I never asked anyone for food. <laughs> like, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think as a kid I would be able to go can I have some tea please? He like, yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't, you wouldn't be one of he's just like, well there's your dinner, thank you. I was like, oh thanks. Yeah.
0: The kindness.
1: Yeah, yeah, other other people seeing the problem. Yeah. It's helped me, so yeah, maybe.
0: Not having the power to change it, but having the power to be kind. I can't take you physically away from that situation. But while you're in my company, I'll cook you dinner. Yeah, yeah, kind I mean, of have here. a nice meal.
1: You can stop there if you want, you can yeah. stop tonight. He's like, yeah, Sam. But as a kid, you don't see like the reasons why they're doing it. Mm. And then as I've gotten older, like, like my mom, my mom, my one friend, friend uh, Mike, he's like, yeah, yeah, my mom would never let me around yours, but like she'd always want you around ours. Mm. Yeah. Like, like every Saturday, I'd go around his uh, when I was younger, and most often, like, I'd stop on the Saturday night, the Sunday morning, because obviously that's the the pub time, isn't it? Yeah. So uh, as a kid, I just thought he was like, i will just me going around my friends, but. He said some things to me as an adult and it's like, ah, okay. Yes, she, she was, she was doing it to help me. <laughs> so that was nice, yes. nice knowing that. It's nice to know that people are there for you. And I think people, like for other people, you're not pushing those people away. Cause a lot mm-hmm. of people will push them people away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think my older brother was like, ah, that's why he went down the path he did. He didn't think that anyone was there for him. Now, even now, he's sort of, I don't know about now, I don't really talk to him, but over the years, a couple of years ago, he was very like, no one wants me around anyway, no one wants me this, no one wants me that, but he's like, well, we wouldn't be here if we didn't want you, sort of thing. That's probably his
0: issues from uh, dad leaving, mum was what she was doing, so he's got them them issues that's yeah. one, one, two more life, but well, if no one wants me, mum and dad
1: did not want me, so... Who else is gonna want me because my mom did pick the stepdad over yeah. him yeah sort of thing. and that was a thing what what got to me as a teenager was like she'd bring all these chaps home sort of thing and there'll be no food in the house but they would have a nice shepherd's pie or they would have like salmon and potatoes and stuff and i I'd be, like, well, what? I'd be you. like what's yeah. for my can i have some it's like nah, no you've got beans on toast or something and i was like well Come on, don't, don't choose your <laughs> boyfriends over your kids, yeah. like choo- choose us, uh, and that's one thing that like, did actually really get to me. Um, growing up, uh, being I'll... a
2: fan of food, that's the problem, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's quite odd. <laughs> I love my food, yeah,
1: yeah. I don't, I don't take, I don't breathe when I eat, <laughs> She's like, yeah, food. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, that is one thing that really got to me when I was, I, I used to cry about how when I was, I was, why didn't she like us more than she likes the fellas? Um, but get on with it. You know you're a dad,
0: and a wonderful dad, you know, and I see you marsh Marshall and Abe. You live for your children don't you? Yeah. And yeah. If, if it's down to you having, I don't know, we're not club, we having a pair of jeans, or him having a toy, or it, you having some brand new posh boxing gloves, Yeah. or him yeah. having, you haven't got a question have you? No, no. He it's... has it, whatever's left over, I'll go and put some of them some of the old gloves on from over there.
1: Yeah, yeah, my kids will always have everything before I have anything sort of thing you feed them before you feed yourself do you? um and i think most most parents like that though
0: most good parents
1: yeah yeah um well there was a time when my mom would my mom would be like that when she weren't drinking it would be like sort you out sort you out sort you out um which just as soon as she got that drinking out he was a completely different person completely different and I can't, I can't offer any advice on how you get through that because you're, you're in the situation. Just do don't yeah. yeah. I you find
2: just... that with my daughter, like you come out the other side of it. Then you, you ask yourself, "Hey, did I do that? Yeah, how yeah. did yeah, do it's, it's just, how, how the family done that?"
1: You, you can't offer solutions yeah. to people or advice to people. Because it's just like they're not you, you're not them, mm-hmm. and you don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You just do it. It, <laughs>
0: it. My dad sits on his podcast and goes. Once you're in a fight, you don't think, you react. You eat them, you pick up an ashtray, you do whatever you need to in that situation. Afterwards, when it's all over, you go, What the fuck just that's happened? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, And that, that's life, isn't it? Once you're in it, you're in it. But afterwards, you go, Hey, did I survive that?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's pretty much how it was, because in my head, like, as a child, my childhood head, it's like, it's quite nice. <laughs> but then people say, yeah, what about this? What about this? What about this? And like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then looking at it through Adult Christian, yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah, that was pretty bad. Okay, yeah, that was pretty bad. But I wouldn't change any of it. I really wouldn't change any of it. It's, uh,
0: well, you wouldn't want to repeat it for yours? Oh, no, no, i would never
1: see anything like that. Um, they'll never see anything like it. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll be unaware of that sort of stuff. Should, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. I don't know having them sheltered from anything like that is good enough because
0: we can't shelter them from the world, yeah. But we can shelter them from the negative things, can't we? You don't want just because you don't want to shelter them doesn't mean you want to repeat it. You don't want to take them down the booze and am it all weekend. Yeah, yeah. All you're gonna do is raise it to the best of our all three of us are dads, yeah. and we're gonna fuck up. We're gonna do some stuff and we're gonna go oh, bollocks. I didn't handle that right, but all we can do is our best, isn't it?
2: Yeah. I go through that quite a lot with how much I should tell my other two about, about my youngest. If you know what I mean, how how because obviously they know that they obviously know she's got a disability. They know certain amount, but how far do you tell them? So when she's really in the hospital, or like, like she's just just come out now. You know, we we were we were one medication away from being in an induced coma again. How much of that do you tell them? Yeah. If she'd have gone into that coma at that point, then we took out of their lives while she's recovering. While she's, you think, well, how much of that do you tell her? Last time it happened, we took them to the hospital while she was still induced. Um, for the reason is we hadn't seen them for four weeks, so you know, I I don't want them to see her in that situation. But ultimately, that can happen many many more times. Yeah. So, well,
0: how old are they both now, Lee?
2: So uh, Lee is coming. Eleven and Alfie's
0: eight. See, they're still very younger, young, don't they? Yeah. If it's like 16, 13, then if you think they have to understand yeah, the situation
2: yeah, at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah.
0: There's no right or wrong. No. It's right. on please. So.
2: Well, uh, That's it. But and, but I do fight myself, yeah, going, yeah. okay, four, do we take this? Do we bring him into this? Do you don't? Do you? You know? Do. You, but ultimately, they're children as well, and they're inquisitive, and they want they want to know about their sister. Yeah. So the way we do it, we do we, we don't disclose everything to them without doubt, we don't, don't want to frighten the living crap out of them all the time. But, but I think there is occasions where I feel I step over and should tell them more than, kids not, are resilient. not that they need to know, but more than what I'd like to tell them because I feel it would be beneficial to them, you know, to know that a bit more.
1: Because kids are resilient. They would yeah. like, grow up knowing that sort of stuff so it wouldn't mm. really. Like a no, sort of but thing. that's
2: it, and that's the other thing because no doubt it's going to happen again within this. And and mm. uh, um, not that you get used to it, but it's not as shocking the, the next time you go and do it. Mm. If that might so if they see her again with tubes down her throat and whatever else, it's, it's not going to be the same impact as the first time,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you know, you, they're your, your children, you'll know the sense of what they can and cannot. Mm taken really, yeah. So, hopefully, <laughs> it's, a, it's a
0: remarkable. Two different, completely different stories. Like your children having this, and you being from that. Me <clears throat> having problems with my eyes, and no matter what we go through, the sun still rises and it still sets. And the thing with kids, you ain't got the time to be depressed. You you're just getting through it, aren't you? Mm-hmm. You're always surviving. I always think like when, when I held Jasmine in my arms first time, and you swear you're going to look after him and all this.
2: Cracking yourself. And yeah, <laughs>
0: but then you take them back and you think, how hey, do humans survive? Because mm-hmm. children need yourselves to hang on you and know, all this. But they're tough little buggers. Because mm-hmm. everything they're doing, they're learning, and you hold them and you see them and they go, Wallop, and the reds, and you're going, Oh my God, he's. And he gets up, oh, all right. Because mm-hmm. kids are tough. Mm-hmm. And. They're seeing stuff and no matter what atrocities, whether we're in the rainforest or in the war zone or whether them, even worse, living in bloody Dudley, <laughs> you know, they survive. And they're so remarkable that we've got that in us. You know what I mean? Like you coming through what you are, you going through what you're going through with your children, whatever, we survive. We can't underestimate the will of people. Because we are remarkable, remarkable creatures, humans, and I think sometimes that's forgotten, isn't it? They go, well, how about it? We will get through it, yeah. and with with family who help you, with loved ones, with team members. If you see someone who's down or a bit hungry, go and offer a 12 them. or even better, just go. Oh, I brought some. I brought two sandwiches. Here, yeah, you Bert. Yeah, yeah.
1: They
0: haven't got to know you've gone out your way to buy the sandwich. Just go. Well, I ain't going to eat this one. You have it. Mm. There's subtle ways of being generous.
1: Mm. And everyone needs help. Everybody. So, yeah, never going to be ashamed of accepting help. Everyone needs it. Lucky. The shame
2: ought to be in not offering it. Yeah. Mm. There ought to be more shame around not offering you help.
1: Yeah, if you know for a fact that mm. something's wrong. But like, I don't like social services because of the fact that like they knew something was wrong. They'd come round, my mum would be drunk on the floor, and they'd look at me and go, you're alright looking after your brother? And I'd be like, well, yeah, but. <laughs>
2: that amazes
1: me, like. And that sounded like how many years ago? Yeah, yeah. 15 I'm, years I'm ago. I'm
2: hoping to God it's better now. <laughs> because That's, that 10, ten, years, ago,
1: that was ten, years, ten ago. years ago that was. 10 um, years ago that was. Well, should name her if I remember her name. Hopefully um, she's not still in the social services thing because she just look at me and be like, well, you're alright looking after him, aren't you? I'm like,
2: well, now, what I, would you have been at that point?
1: Uh, 19 1920 10 10, 10 10 11 years but that, that in it's funny on the the flip
0: side I called, are oh, you all right looking after him what well, can I take him on no you can't no. have him <laughs> yeah we saw you pick up
1: against the walls like no you didn't yeah so, <laughs> so you,
0: even my little brother goes no it wasn't him so you, you you're willing to survive in hell but when you want to take him out of hell and love him <laughs> yeah. and then we get you both set up in the council flat yeah it won't yeah. help
1: you yeah, yeah it would have been it, it probably would have set us up better, it would have set us up better, because I think we, could, we would have had each other, we would have grew with each other, yeah. and helped each other, like yeah. grow into adults. Yeah. Um, but he went with my older brother, who's got his own demons, which I don't think that should have happened, um, and then he went into foster, into a foster family.
0: Then you went into hostels, didn't
1: you? Yeah, well I, um, I split with my ex, and went into a hostel. Um but there's always silver linings because then I met I met my missus yeah. and she really sorted me out. Give her a big uh, give her mention her name and I forget it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Sarah. Um, I met Sarah. Um she was the beauty, I was the beast, I just came out of hostel. Um, I didn't have any floors, no like carpets or anything in my flat. Mm-hmm. Um my my duvet was a bed sheet, yeah. uh, my coat was my pillow. There was towels as curtains, mm. and then I think it was like after a month of being with her, I had a, an apprenticeship. Um, she was working. I had floors. I had a duvet. <laughs> I had pillows. I, had, I bought myself a PlayStation. I got I got completely set up when I met her. She and then later on I went back to college to try and become a teacher. Um, changed my plans, as yours do. I got in, I got into universities. What? university was never a thing in my life at all growing up like school wasn't a thing in my life like i didn't i didn't do my gcses when i was at school i turned i turned turn up for the exam looked around and oh, i don't want to do this and walked out mm-hmm. um so all my scores were like use um but university was like a million it was a different planet to me university but then i got into like birmingham uni which is like a good unit to get into mm-hmm. and, uh, my mission went there um then I went to college and everything, and I got I got accepted into Birmingham Uni, and I was like, well, bloody hell! <laughs> I thought I was just going to be on the dole all my life. <laughs> At one point, I thought that was just I was going to be on the dole. But then I met her, and she sorted me out. Then we had kids, and then it is what it is. <laughs>
0: but your real passion is boxing and coaching, isn't it? Because I think the reason what what makes a great coach is they've got to have had pain in their life so you can identify it with people. So you can go over to the Little Misfit or whatever and bring them on. You know when to give them a rollicking and you know when to give them the love. Yeah. And having that patience to see, all right, you're never going to be an Osama or a Connor Jones, or but you're trying your bloody best. Yeah, yeah, That's all I can ask for.
1: And I think the club helped me in that aspect of like being disciplined and like Fight. fighting for something. Like you weren't just... You end just. Getting on through life you actually you can actually set this goal set that goal you, you fight for something you win you lose when you lose you carry on training the next day yeah. sort of thing um, after all my fights I used to run out. Yeah. I used to go on a run uh, people off me lifts, like nah I want to run win or lose I just wanted to keep active
2: Good could you're gonna fight
1: in Scotland mate yeah we <laughs> <laughs> really have <laughs> <laughs> having having this here maybe like i weren't always at home was i no so that if i was always at home or something maybe i would have ended up being more on the street um doing because there was there was a time where like that fork in the road was a viable option but i was very i did hang around in the streets as a kid uh, a teenager and it was like well i could go down that road of like selling drugs and doing whatever and it was attractive it was an attractive sort of lifestyle to look at thinking oh yeah i could have money without actually working and stuff yeah. um but luckily i think i think when i got with my ex it's always women with me <laughs> um i got with my ex and he's like oh no i don't want him anymore i've got, I've got a house to stay at <laughs> um on the, on the evenings i can i can go around yours and then go home or whatever and he, then the next day I can come up here all day. Cool. Then on the evening I can go around George for a few hours. Then I'm only stopping at home. Then I'm, yeah. only, I'm only, it's only a place to sleep. Yeah. So I ain't surrounded by that sort of negativity, um, which probably if I didn't have the box in, didn't have my missus, that negativity would have seeped, seeped into me then. Well,
2: as you said, you'd have been on the street instead.
1: Yeah, that yeah. Was, I, wouldn't, that was I wouldn't. a better been, place and being at home. Yeah, yeah. And there's just, just Nothing good in the streets, is there? Yeah. But, so, having somewhere to go, making yourself busy, mm. keeping yourself busy, with idle minds do new do things, don't they?
0: What's that old saying? The devil makes work of our lands. Mm. It's why well, if you ain't got enough to do, you find something to do. Mm. And it's normally, what do I do? Gear, beer, violence, destruction. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's because I ain't got enough to do. Do you want to make some money? Yeah, I do and money don't come easy does it mm,
1: no no and and there's people out there who are proud people like me yeah but would people like old me make a couple hundred quid if you, you do x y and z yeah like he's out on the street he ain't got nothing so I'm gonna give him a little bit of love yeah to make him do this for me and I could see looking now I can see how that easily very easily almost happened I didn't want to do it, and I think that's one reason why I didn't go down that thing. I thought, well, (coughs) my brother's up drugs. I don't want to be the person giving other people drugs. Mm. I thought, well, I don't want to be the person who's wrecked someone else's life. That isn't me. Um, Didn't want to be drunk all the time, uh, because obviously I hate, I don't hate, but I hated my mum for drinking. I didn't hate my mum, I hated my mum for drinking. so I didn't want to be that. So it was
2: looking looking family Yeah,
1: yeah. It was to go be good. <laughs> sort of thing. But then obviously the boxing, I was here all the time. Like it, I open it. <laughs> like, yeah. I'd, I'd come up here, open it, and then I'd, I'd close it. Yeah. Look at times and I have been up here from nine till half eight that
0: way. Yeah. You yeah. know, long days.
1: Probably would have stopped here if you put a bed in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But um, just f- for people out there find a boxing gym If if you got that sort of upbringing, find a boxing gym because you will find a family. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, don't have to be brilliant either at boxing. Just be there. Then if you're not a brilliant boxer, help with the coaching. Mm-hmm. So just you should be busy. You have got to be busy. I think that is a key part. Of it. Don't be in a. Don't be. Don't let that negative environment consume you. Get out of it. It's easier said than done, but there are options. Well,
0: we're gonna finish. Have you got any quotes or something you, because you, you also love reading, don't you, and all these different things. But have you got any quotes or the top of your head, do you think that it could inspire a young Christian or a uh, Marshall or Ab- Abel? <laughs> no. <laughs> no? Or have you got a bit of advice then just to say, you know,
1: uh, stay in school, honestly stay in school. <laughs> that's one one thing that I wish I did as a young young as a young person because if you go through school, go through college and you don't have to go through uni, you can just go through school, go through college, get something, life easier <laughs> as you get into it once you're an adult because I've been through a million different jobs. Um and I'm jobless, I'm a stay at home dad now. Mm-hmm. So my missus went through school, gone to uni, and she can walk into a job and get like, yeah. 26 six pound just like that. Yeah. And whereas me, I will kinda like, hope I can get 90 pound a day, yeah. or something like that. And then, you've got no job security, so go to school, learn something, anything, it could be a trade or whatever you wanna do. Do, make sure it's something you enjoy, and then, at least you've made it a little bit
0: easier for yourself. Well thanks Chris for coming on. So until next week, gang. Torah of it. Listen, listen, listen. And that's a wrap for another show. But if there are any comments or messages that you would like us to read out for our next podcast, please be in touch. There are also lots of different organisations at the bottom of this page and hopefully they can help you or someone you care about. Please share this to spread the word until we talk next time tororbit
2: listen listen